Guys Uncensored, where we explore a lot more than just Disney. This episode 104, recorded on March 15th, 2021. We're your hosts, Drew, Bob, Tim, and Jordana. The gang is all back in action. On tonight's Ides of March, beware. Edition of this show, we have a smorgasbord of news, listener mails, and after a very long wait, we finally present our personal unpopular opinions. Of Disney movies, food, and theme parks. Tim, give us a way on who is sponsoring this amazing episode. As always, this episode is sponsored by Wish Upon Magic, an Etsy shop specializing in stickers, keychains, Mickey ears, and handmade fluffy home goods, where a portion of every purchase goes to the Make-A-Wish Foundation to help spread that Disney magic around. Make sure you mention the Disney Guys Uncensored in the notes section when you order from their Etsy store website to get a magical extra with every order. Wish Upon a Magic, your place for fluffy handmade home goods, keychains, and awesome stickers. Give them a follow on Instagram at Wish Upon Magic, Etsy, and their website, www.wishuponmagic.com where you can find magical new selections each week. Make sure you're checking it each week. That stuff sells out fast, and a lot of their new designs are awesome. Uh, I got to get an order together and get it in there soon. Need some new stickers for some laptops and equipment around my new office. Absolutely, Tim. I got my order in, and they are magical. They are awesome, and they're waterproof. That's my favorite. You can throw them in the you know dishwasher or wash them, and they don't have to worry about them. Drew, are your stickers fluffy, as promised? Well, I don't know if the, the stickers are fluffy, but um, I think that's the home goods, the pillows, the plushes, fluffy handmade items. Good. <laughs> well, Bob, how about Avatar taking over the bots office crown? You know, on this show, we took a very serious approach last week when discussing controversies head on. If only this had been here last week, because I have some issues with this Ooh. and it's fine. From now on, I want this to be the rule. Your initial theatrical run is what your box office total is. This is horseshit. You know it. I know it. Jordan Dim knows it because Avengers will re-release at some point and go over this. And how many times are we going to do this? It's ridiculous. I'm off of it. I think it's terrible, but great for James Cameron and company. Good James Cameron fan. Maybe this is a little, you know, trying to get the hype back up for for and, and, and get the that, talk in the media. That's my hope because they finished filming. Like Cameron said, you know, principal photography is wrapped. You know, there's reshoots and post-production effects filming and stuff, but the, the the main film is in the can. So hopefully, fingers crossed, only after a 10-year delay, we're headed towards the second film in this series. Mm. So and hopefully this note, is to hype up the international crowds for a film that was already a phenomenon in the U.S. 
we can only hope. And side note, if you are following the Amazon Prime series, Lord of the Rings just recapped up, wrapped up rather their first two episodes filming. Uh, and they actually showed it to a lot of the actors and some of the other cast. And uh, they hated it so much that they're actually going back and reshooting. So if there was ever a cursed production, this is it, folks. Hopefully we'll see it someday. Uh, Bob, across the, not pond, but maybe across the country, Disneyland, what's going on? Well, we got a late April reopening. Um, they were, I guess, allegedly Tim Gavin Newsom out there said that theme parks could open the first April 5th, I want to say. Yeah, and it's... and Disney's gonna wait until I think the end of April. At least that's the intention right now to get the park kind of up and running. No, we're not capacity yet, though. That I saw, I would assume it's probably uh, gonna be very limited capacity. They said at first. similar to Florida, like yeah. the guidelines and stuff. And they also said no max pass, no fast pass, no mm-hmm. nighttime, no parade. So we're looking at a very similar experience to what we've been rocking and rolling mm-hmm. with in Florida. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse my ignorance, but yeah. what the hell have they been doing for the last twelve months? What well, I mean? think California is a different animal than a lot of the but other places. They... they were completely shut down. No, Correct. also Bob Chapek said they need to recall over 40,000 yeah, employees. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you that. But as far as but, being prepared, they should yeah. have had time to at least be prepared for when the when well, the I think Well, I think on. we saw a while back they had the dividers up and everything at Disneyland already. Correct. But that's a fair point. I didn't think about that. The staff, in, it, it's yeah. going to take more than three weeks to get everyone back. But Drew, right? it's funny. And, you... and just to retrain them on, hey, these are the procedures. These are yeah. like what you have that's to fair. tell guests yeah. as they come in, make sure they have their masks over so, their door this... and stuff like that. At this point, they've been furloughed for an entire year, which means some of these people, you know, got different jobs. So they need to rehire some of those positions as well. You know, Drew, it's interesting. You did mention across the pond. They're not so lucky over in Disneyland Paris, though. That's correct. Because that closure, I guess, got extended and or reclosed. The reclosure got extended. Um, Tim, I know you follow a little more than I do, or at least you posted it, I think. So, so. A while back, if you remember, back in the winter when numbers really dipped down dramatically in Europe, they kind of had a false hope. Uh, Disneyland Paris reopened with the same guidelines as uh, the Asian parks in Florida. And then we saw the massive third surge over in Europe. And uh, unlike here, where we are having uh, a, a great unprecedented success with the vaccine rollout as a country, we're way ahead of schedule on that um, and watching our numbers dramatically drop. Europe, things are getting worse and worse. And uh, one of the vaccines available over there, it's very uh, controversial. A lot of EU nations don't want to use it. So uh, out of an overabundance of caution, uh, Disney is continuing to keep the Paris Park closed. Uh, And if you remember, it's been closed since um, late January. Uh, And now it was scheduled to reopen in April. And now it's going to continue staying closed until further notice. So hopefully they can get their situation under control and Get back to the magic over there as well. Speaking of closed until further notice, I find it hard to believe that Ratatouille is not going to open until October 1st in Epcot. That's... And it's, a, it's an interesting segue because we go from Disneyland Paris to France here at Epcot. I, I, what am I missing with this? That this isn't going to open until October 1st? They the just want something. It, yeah, the reason they're doing it October 1st is just to get something else to do to get people out of the Magic Kingdom. But no one's going to go to Epcot for Ratatouille if they have passes at Magic Kingdom on the, the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom. Sure. I guess if you're going there and you can't get into Magic Kingdom, I guess this That's is you, you go to Epcot, but where else are you going to go? The only, I mean, the, only, the only thing I can think of, Bob, is 
is maybe some of the construction portions will be will be wrapping up. And I don't mean that they're going to be done with Epcot, but I mean that maybe the major demolition will be done in Epcot by then. And maybe they're trying to keep some of the people out of the parts by that. You know what I'm saying? So if they were to open, let's say, May 1st, and they're still doing a lot of construction, you know, demolition, they don't want this part at capacity yet. Just a thought. I mean, you, you just, know, I, and I think you guys are singing the praises of this ride way too high, but maybe it's me. Maybe I am underselling. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, yeah. I think it's a big deal. It's the first of the new Epcot rides, but I think it's just they want something, and it's an easy thing to do because that ride is definitely done. I mean, the yeah. freaking pavilion around it has yeah. been open yeah. since early January. But the crepiary is not going to open either. I heard that the restaurant, the, the new crepiary cafe, was not going to open until October 1st. That's I, wild. Which that, is crazy because that's, yeah, that's, that's money. I mean, that's unreal. just printing money if you had that uh, open. Incredible. Especially because is the new um, the new ice cream stand store, yeah. the gelato store. That's already open, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, believe so. so. I mean, you were down there, Tim. You tell me. It was all built. They just yeah. had the construction walls around it. I think like the week after we got back, they said it was opening. Now, do you think it's going to cause like too much traffic right over there, being right next to International Gateway? And just like it's like a spacing issue, and like they don't want to cause too much with the Skyliner being right there. It's so you know. I gotta ask the question: In the grand scheme of A to E ticket, what are you guys projecting this ride to be at? I just think this is we haven't had any newer rides like this in a while. I think it's a family ride. But, People but are gonna like go to what? it. What? I mean, it's literally a clone, and I understand that no one here. For the most part, is has gone to Paris to ride it. It's just I, a brand I new ride for people. I, I don't disagree with you, Bob, that this is not a bait attraction. But you've seen Disney fans. This is I what guess. they want. I, I think this... Here, here's my thing about this ride. Like, it is the trackless dark ride, but it was the first one for Disney. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you've experienced Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This is going to be kind of a letdown. It, it's shorter. It's all screens instead of mm-hmm. a combination of screens and practical mm-hmm. effect. I mean, there are practical things, but they're just like ways of camouflaging screens. It's way closer to a trackless Toy Story mania mm-hmm. than a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or Pooh's Honey Hunt. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, it's just I it's don't know. New. I don't think this will live up to the hype. Put sasses at the seat, as we like to say. It's done. It's done. Yeah, I just I, don't see it being this blockbuster attraction that you guys think it is. But maybe, maybe I could no, be wrong. I, I agree, Bob. It's not. I just think that people always seem to overreact when it comes to stuff like this. So I don't disagree. It's it's a medium to lower tier attraction. Yeah, well, we but like a C plus, like a D, like is a C ticket a D? Like what I, are we? I'd say C. I'd put it right at the middle. I mean, it's a three hour plus wait when this ride opens. Open and day. Yeah. Oh well, that's easy. I mean, because it'll probably break down for three and a, three and a half <laughs> hours. So. Even well, though they have gonna, one in Paris. Fro- it's going to end up being like Frozen where it like, you know, Frozen to this day still has a 45 to 50 minute ride. Yeah, but if you ask else for the kids 10 to do. kids, do you know what Frozen is? Yes. 10 kids, you know what Ratatouille is. It's not gonna be we should 10. take this to the streets. We should do man on the street, Drew walking around to random people I just saying, hey, can I talk to your kids for a kids. second? What is that? Like Jimmy Kimmel does that? Yeah. That yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. I could do that. So. <laughs> So the real question I have, and related to this before we move on to the Magic Mobile update, which I find fascinating, what opens first, Space 220 or Ratatouille? We know Ratatouille is opening oh, October 1st. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> we still don't have a date for Space 220. You know, it's funny because... We don't even have a chef yet. It, it, it's funny, Bob. Next week, we will be celebrating our two-year anniversary. and um, Thank you. What are you getting? Nothing. Nothing. But my <laughs> point is... What's your anniversary gift? What is it? Does anybody know? 
I have to do some gift? research. Like, I have no idea. Paper, wood. wood. Oh, good. I expect a plank. <laughs> <laughs> My point is that Space 220 was one of their original reported Yeah, one items. of the first things they were building it. Yes, yep. Yeah, incredible. Uh, so also incredible, the Magic Mobile phone update. Now, it will be coming to Apple devices first before it does roll out to Androids and whatever else you people are using out there. I don't know. Tizens. I don't know what you're doing. But Tizens? Yeah, I think the television brand. Um, yeah, I think it is actually like a streaming platform for televisions. I think it's something Samsung uses. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Don't call me on these things. So this, to me, reads a lot like what Genie was going to be, Drew. I, I'm not... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the name, to be honest. Magic Mobile? Yeah, I'm not feeling it. No, it sounds like something like you'd use in like a, a Goosebumps movie or something, <laughs> or like or like a young adult novel. Their phone I, can be Magic but Mobile. I do agree this has to be the Genie app that they were talking about for the last two years, right? That they introduced at D23 or whatever I, the hell it I was. I don't know, because there's st- I, I, it I seems it, like it's going to do the same functions. I think it turns into that. I don't think this reaches any of the stuff they promised yet. The the intelligent day planning, all that stuff. I think this is just a way to transition to the being able to use that phone as to tap in on rides and, and fast passes. And it stuff is going to have it is going to have watch watch capability as well. I mean, so it's just my number one watch thing is magic. Uh, my Disney Experience app. I mean, I really don't understand the big difference between now you can scan stuff through it. Yeah, that's really the big update that we are seeing. Right. And so there were people in the tech department when they announced Genie that begged them to not announce Genie yet because they were nowhere near ready (laughs) to release it. And we know Disney's track record with tech is not particularly good. Um, So it, it is very interesting to me. Keep your eye on it. That's supposed to launch. Uh, later this year, I think we heard. Yeah, they did. They, I think towards October, like towards the the fiftieth. Is that kind yeah. of the time frame here for that? Yep, that's fair. Yep. Which and was now, yeah. And now we're on to the Polynesian room refurbs. Me and Tim, or Tim and I, gave you our updates or our feelings on it very quickly last week with good friend Chris Lucas, Jordana, and Drew were not here to talk us off the ledge and tell us that they're good. So, boys, girls, I. Drew, ladies first. Take it away and tell us why me and Tim are wrong for not liking this reverb. I like it. I don't know. I just, I think it's cute. Um, I think that if you look at the movie Moana, you see it's all outside. It's all in this tropical paradise, you know? So I think that they kind of, it, it makes sense to put it there. Um, however, I understand the tacky feelings and stuff like that. But I like the touches, like they put Hey Hey near the coffee maker, and like the floor pattern. large on the wall, by the way, just so we're clear. You're gonna wake up to him. That's a little scary. But um, I don't know. I like it. I think I don't think it's too much. Honestly, I know a lot of people said it was too much, but way to play both sides of the fence, Jordana. Drew, what about you? Honestly, indifferent. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It, it, It's kind of exactly what I thought it was. I didn't think it was going to be minimal. I I knew they'd be bam right in your face. Um, We all know that the poly needed an update. 
Um, and they decided to bring in Step their IPs, which I've been pushing for years. So I can't be angry. Um, but no, I'm not saying like, oh my God, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I'm 100% staying at the Polynesian now because of Moana. I, I don't think anybody is saying that. And right. if they are, they they must really love Moana. Tim, um, Tim, Tim, I remain unconvinced. Uh, me too. They did I'm not, not do a good job. <laughs> <of Moana. laughs> not, like, I, I, I do think that um, I don't know if there was ever a doubt of a family to maybe spend a little bit more. Now, maybe that might incentivize them because they say, well, my kids really like Moana. Whereas yeah. before, my kids are going to come to this resort so. and say, um, I don't really feel like I'm at a Disney because when a kid thinks Disney, they think of Disney characters. So, Tim, to your point, who used to love, love, love the Polynesian, you probably will now see more families going to the Polynesian versus more than just adults. And Jordana, as a travel agent, will probably see a lot more bookings as a family. It's mm-hmm. another character IP hotel on the list that now is there. That That's my personal take on it. So, from Disney point of view, they wanted more families of the Polynesian for whatever hell reason they have. And I think that's what it's going to do. So do we have a count on the rooms that they're doing? Are they doing all of the rooms this way? Because if you're going to sell me on the fact that the Caribbean has the pirate rooms and uh, Port Orleans has the, the Princess Tiana rooms and they're only certain parts of the resort, then I'm fine with it. And if the Moana rooms are going to be an option for you to stay at and they're going to do an updated look at Polynesian culture in that maybe closer to what Kelly Griffin had said online last week yeah. was more in line with Alani, then I would not be nearly as against it as I am right now. It, it's all the non DVC rooms only because the DVC rooms were redone in the last five years. I want to so say the entire hotel. Basically. Yes. Yes. It, basically any room that you are booking as a person paying cash and not jumping through a lot of hoops, you will get a Moana room. Maybe it's not going to be all immediate, but the goal is that all the rooms will look like the room we were shown uh, two weeks ago. Do you think we see an update to the Ohana breakfast character dining? Yes. With now getting rid of Lilo and stitch and now bringing in Moana and Maui. No, I think keeping them and also just bringing in Moana and Maui. You you can't get rid of Stitch at that breakfast. I don't that disagree, is but I don't disagree, Tim. I'm just curious on if we see those characters somehow involved. And maybe it's a lunch. I, I don't know. But is it something? Yeah. Or- They're going to be involved in some way, whether it be like some sort of meet and greet or what. Like Even if like right now you go to... Um, I think it's like Beach Club or, or Grand Floridian and, and Goofy and Pluto are there just like waving to everybody and welcoming people. I think it's going to be something like that at first and then they'll be integrated into character meals. I think also you're going to see, because Moana's a face character, you're going to see her um, on the beach and the pool there because the Polynesian is formerly was so adults oriented, they do a midday uh, big entertainment thing for the kids at the pool where you can you know sign your kids up and I think you'll see her integrated uh, into that as well. Great. I just have one question. I don't want to carry on with this one any longer, but and I and let me preface this with I love the movie. Mm-hmm. Are we sure this ever, this is an evergreen property? Are we positive this is an ever? And don't tell me in the immediacy of right now. I understand that it is. In five or six years, is this going to have the same cultural significance as a movie uh, like Beauty and the Beast, which is considered timeless by a lot of people, Aladdin, Little Mermaid? I, I, I just don't see it. 
I, I mean, I think it's bigger than than Lilo and Stitch. To be honest, I know Stitch is a favorite character, but from a I movie, think movie to movie, I would say but, Stitch is a much more popular character but, but than any of the characters know, in that film. I agree. We do know the Moana TV show is coming to Disney Plus, which yeah. makes me believe maybe is Moana two in the works. I, I don't know. I'm just talking Why out loud. We, so, so we need to create a, a, an Icelandic hotel or a Norwegian hotel and just make it a frozen resort. I'm in for that. That's where the money would be. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, Disney thinks this has some staying power. They're building a Moana attraction at Epcot as we speak. So, I think attractions. There's something we don't know about Moana. It has to be. Anyway, so you guys did not sell me on staying there, but I do appreciate your candor on it. Tim, you're very excited about this at their earnings call, whatever it was a week ago. Bob Shapik, good friend of the show. Um, Said the college program might be coming back by the end Mike. of 2021. Mike. Yeah. He's hopeful he that it does. Very hopeful. Uh, but, and I mean, that all depends on... good news for you, Tim. Well, not for you personally, but you'd be excited about it. Yeah, it's a great program. Uh, it, it brings a lot of uh, different experience to Disney, and it, it gives them a lot of cheap labor so they can get the staffing back up That's to where correct. it needs to be without paying those uh, and actual salaries. going to need that, apparently... Next week for spring break, for the next six weeks, apparently it's going to be loaded out there, loaded down there, which is crazy. Jordana, uh, do you have any clients who are down there right now? I do. I have one, and uh, it's their first time to Disney, too. Oh, so, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so I kind of had to just do like a, hey, forewarning, you're not getting into Hollywood Studios because you just booked last minute and they're already booked. <laughs> and, you know, but, yeah, no, um, I know personally that – Pop Century is at 100%. The Tower, um, the Grand Destino Tower at Coronado is at 100% right now. Um, that we've just heard client horror stories, unfortunately, that they were putting cli- they were putting people in rooms that weren't ready, that they didn't think they were going to sell. So, like, the rooms with, like, a broken AC or, you know, things that needed to be fixed, they were putting people there. And it ended up getting upgraded. But. Which is a good follow-up for you, Jordana. When are we ever going to get Port Orleans open up again? Because I feel like both of those resorts are people eaters. I, was I, know, that, about I, I know that French Quarter is small. Yeah. Port Orleans Riverside and Port Orleans French Quarter combined, if we're combined as one resort, is the largest resort on property, room count-wise. How is that resort not open yet? I was just talking about this because I think – that Disney is going to look at this situation and be like, wow, we're filling up. Like, we need to open more resorts. And I think the next one to open, honestly, is probably going to be another value. So probably one of the All-Stars. Well, the, oh, that's another thing. The All-Stars. I mean, these these are people leaders, these right. resorts. They're made for this. would be one of the French quarters. So for better leaders. or worse, the, the, the numbers for COVID are dropping in the United States. The vaccine numbers are going up. And uh, the TSA put out statistics today that they are processing 1.3 million travelers a day that is not been at that level since this all started and disney i heard a rumor right before we went live that disney has supposedly already started internal discussions because there's not anything holding them back in florida um they could be operating 100 they wanted to about bumping again because they are just at capacity i heard Mm -hmm. horror stories from people we know that if you switch your park pass because people don't know any better and you've kind of been able to do that, that they're switching out of a Hollywood Studios or a Magic Kingdom park pass and then finding literally no other park pass available when they try. There's nothing available and they can't switch back. And now they just yeah. like had a day disappear. 
It's so crazy Jordan, stuff happening right now. Question for a topic for another day. We're getting we're getting lengthy here, but is Disney getting too complicated right now, specifically for people like you just said, first time visitors? Because I I, I think it's it's getting overwhelming for people with no it fast is. passes, booking day tickets, no yeah. really park hoppers, kind of this this half park hopper. You know what I'm saying? It's is it right now to too nav- complicated? Yeah, it's a lot to navigate, especially as a first-time visitor. Um, It's a lot to explain. It's a lot to learn. And it's almost like, at what point does this vacation start to feel like a vacation? And not like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to learn how to navigate all this stuff. Um, So, yeah, no, I I think that something's got to happen. It's, you know, something's got to change, whether it be opening more hotels, bringing fast passes back, or like spreading out capacity somehow. Um, Mm -hmm. But obviously when you get these high weeks, like this is their first high week since everything happened was spring break. Um, So, and you have people who canceled last spring break and are going now instead. It's just, it's a lot for them. And I don't think Disney was prepared. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, So there's a real bump. Bring us back on track. Drew, you, um, you, sir... We're a sucker. I'm not a sucker. I was a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I uh, this, this is the first time I... That's not true. Maybe the second time I've ever did the pre-release or special premiere purchasing of a film that got released. You did the did it for Trolls. Oh, trolls. Trolls. Like, trolls. Trolls. Right. Um, so I did. I paid the 30 bucks, folks. I went and I bought Ryan the Last Dragon. It was worth every damn penny. Uh, I watched it five times so far mostly due to my kids, but I think uh, two of them I, I sat down from start to finish and watched. Uh, Spoiler-free, really quick, 30 seconds. Uh, absolutely loved the storytelling. It was, uh, you know, I went into this movie not knowing too much about it, and it, it's fantastic. The art style is amazing. The characters are, are fun and a little unique, but but very uh, memorable, I guess you could say. And it's, uh, it's just great. I think the voice acting was, was fantastic. And again, I can't stress enough how how much I loved the storytelling of it uh, itself. It's definitely felt like a, an all-time Disney classic, and it was it was well done from start to finish. Try to recommend it more. More onward, less soul. As far, yeah, um, just, yeah, I guess what you could say a comparison, like you said, nothing against soul, just they're, they're very different, right? No, you just didn't like soul. I did not like it. It just wasn't for me. I enjoyed right. it. It was fine. Well, that's an interesting segue because soul, Mulan... Onward, Burrow, which was actually a really cute short that came out um, last year. And then Drew, the yes. one and only Ivan. So they all pumped. received is, Academy Award nominations. That's a great sleeper, folks. If you have not seen this, this was a made-for-Disney-plus film. It's fantastic. But who's the guy? It's a bit... Is it... Is it it's Brian, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. That's, that's <laughs> what I thought. I didn't want to say you it. You love Brian Cranston. I, I didn't want to say it. I wasn't sure. Um it's just fantastic. It's a, it's a fun little love story. It's it's uh you know it's it's yeah. it's great. So those are your Disney nominated films for the Academy Awards that are later this year. Um, Jordana, we got an email this week. Take it away. Yeah, we did. So, uh, good friend. Well, first of all, our listener emails are presented by Patreon. Um, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash the Disney guys uncensored for more information on how to get into our discord chat, how to come and join in on the fun and talk all that and support our show. Um, so good friend of the show, Michael Mancher, um, who has been on our show 
he is from Canada, and he wants to know how we feel about the reports that Disney will be closing the Canadian branches of the Disney store. Um, and at a larger point, rumors are out there that the Disney store proper will be phased out and replaced by the Target locations. Um, so what do you guys think about all of this? I know that they started doing that here. I mean, we've been without, without a Disney store since what, 2010? When was the flood? In, um, cause Bob, we had, do you know? I want to say the flood was around 2010. She's not yeah. wrong. It might have been a few years before yeah. that, but it was in so that So we lost our local Disney. I mean, we have zero stores in Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, correct. I mean, there's but, literally one like 28 minutes away. Stop that. That, not, that not is 48 40, minutes that away. Is, it's like an hour. You need to pack a lunch. Yeah. You need to pack a lunch to get there. I well, guess. What's your thoughts here? I guess. What do I, what do I care about? I don't live in Canada. Mm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, um, I, I think we all knew this. I think Disney said this before. They were phasing out the stores again. They were going to focus on the satellite locations at Target. I think some of the, the flagship locations, I think New York might stay open. Um, but but really, this isn't anything new. They're migrating to Shop Disney, and I think that's what they're going to do. And I, and I will tell you, Drew, we had the conversation yes. today at work. I, Shop Disney, for all of its faults in the past, has been much better I don't necessarily love the way they do some of the ticketing for the exclusive merchandise and stuff like that, where they get to get a ticket to get in line to almost buy something. That's but the- but it is what it is. It's better than going to stand at the store and then getting there and it not being there. So right. ultimately, if it's going to migrate to Shop Disney and they're going to expand the, the experience at Target, then so be it. It's going to be more cost-effective to use somebody else's storefront anyway. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I, you know, I'm a little bitter. Because we played in the pre-show a little game called Two Truths and a Life Votes. And here's the truth. I actually applied for a job at the Disney store back in high school. And I did not get it. I was very upset. I couldn't even get a job at the Disney store. And I had to resort to GameStop for that Christmas holiday season. And uh, I put a bit of taste in my mouth. So I'm not a fan of the Disney stores now. Do you guys know Drew sold me my first cell phone? Really? Ah! I was in college. That moved up into T-Mobile world. Yeah, he sold me a, a Motorola Razor. A lot nice. of interesting jobs in my life. What color? Did you? Silver. Silver. Classic. I tried silver. to sell the sidekick. He didn't budge. No, the sidekick. Get out of here. I would make a joke <laughs> here, but I feel like it'd be off color if I did. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. I mean, it's a valid question, especially up in Canada. You know, you are. I know you mentioned, you know, you're far from the parts. Simple as that. And uh, some some of you guys uh, can look at the Disney store as kind of a little escape on a weekend getaway. And, uh, you know, if you're going to the mall or whatnot. I mean, and, I gotta uh, be honest with you. If it was the classic Disney store with the teal and purple design, yeah. with plush mountain in the back, with the movie screen and the big maquettes, oh, fine. I hate the new Disney store anyway. I, I, I hate, I hate the, the new look of them. It's very industrial. I don't like them. Maybe in Canada they're different. I don't know. They're they're usually five, six, eight years behind us in That's terms true. of in terms of evolutions of things. So maybe they're still different up there. But I, I the, the Disney stores we had around here were trash anyway. So I really feel. Yeah, oh, no. we're going to do a whole episode on the Disney <laughs> Store. I was just saying, watch <laughs> this space if you want more on this topic. Yeah, yeah. we're going to do a whole episode on the Disney Store. It's going to be great. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Jordana, for that question there. Thank you, Michael, for uh, submitting that. So let's get on to finally unpopular opinions, folks. Here we go tonight. I We have, I don't know, maybe eight, 10, 12 categories. I don't even know what this uh, means, guys. I'll be honest. We're, unpopular we're categories, again, to reemphasize, it's pretty much something that we either love or hate. Uh, but it kind of goes against the, the, the popular opinion, right? So it's what's yeah. the, the average Joe says, for example, let's say, 
they love Cinderella's Castle. If I, for one reason, hated Cinderella's Castle, mm-hmm. that would be an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I love Cinderella's Castle. I don't hate it. That's not my point. That was an example. Uh, so we're going to start off around the horn, and we're going to go with the first category of Disney live-action films. And the man that loves Disney live-action films the most, Tim, why don't you lead us off? <laughs> ah, it's funny you oh. say that, because my unpopular opinion is specifically about the live-action remakes from the last couple of years. And if you don't enjoy them, that's fine. Disney's going to keep making them. And guess what? They're not for you. They're a way to introduce a new generation to those IPs without having to pay royalties to the people they need to for the last generation. And the big one is to repackage them in a way that is more appealing to the cultural sensitivities of emerging markets, namely China and India. Almost. Yeah, like I mean, I don't have that. that down, I don't have that backup for this. But my <laughs> first one was, you know, what, the live action remakes are kind of okay. If you don't like them, don't watch them. Like, who? I, I can't stress enough yeah. that they don't they don't release live action Beauty and the Beast and then take away. Well, I, you never know nowadays. But they don't take away the animated version of Beauty and the Beast because of it. Go watch yeah. that one then, Jay. Go watch animated Mulan. No one's asking you to watch the live action one. <laughs> oh, right, Jordana, what do you got there? <laughs> So I think we can all agree that like live action films aren't popular in general. Um, so if someone asks you what's your favorite Disney film, most people are going to say Beauty and the Beast, not live action Beauty and the Beast. So Fair. Um, that's however, Jungle Book. I might say the live action is better than the animated. That's not an unpopular opinion. Not on I this don't. show anyway. Um, but I will say that I absolutely loved the live action of Aladdin. And I liked that it kind of shared Jasmine's side of it a little bit more. Like a bit. She had a little bit more character development in this one. Mm -hmm. I also enjoyed it. So I, I I will say that I I don't know if that's really a super unpopular opinion. uh, I mean, it's close Jordana because not a lot of people, I mean, I personally, like you're saying really enjoyed her journey in the movie, but there were some people that didn't necessarily love the idea of changing Aladdin like they did. Yep. I agree. Uh, I'm going to do a little throwback here, and I'm not talking about a live-action remake. I'm going to talk more about live-action for Disney in general. Um, guys, I uh, I don't like Mary Poppins. I just don't like it. I don't like uh, the story. I don't like the remake. Uh, just not a fan of the story. Simple as that. Oh, I mean, the first one's great. I love the first one. I, I don't think I've ever seen the second one beginning to end with Emily Blunt. I, I don't yeah. know. But the, the, I, I love the first one with Dick Van Dyke. I like the way it's portrayed Andrews. in Saving Mr. Banks a little bit better than the actual uh, one. Wouldn't know. know. Tim would not know. Tim <laughs> would not know my that. Favorites. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mary Poppins, not a fan. So I have one on my list, and I don't know if it's even unpopular. I think it's. I think we might all agree. Disney sucks at making original live-action movies. Look no further than Nutcracker in the Four Realms. 95% of the uh, time. Wrinkle in Time was trash. Uh, uh, Percy Bridge, Jackson, the series they have. Bridge and the Bridge of the Terabithia. Bridge was fine, whatever. Was fine. But um, uh, the, the Chronicles of Narnia, the, the Narnia series sucked. Tomorrowland is trash. They haven't made a legitimate original live action movie, and and don't give me pirates. It's based on one of their rides. I guess that's as close as we've gotten. But they they, yeah. they haven't made a legit non IP related live action film that's any good in decades. And that is a fact. That uh, let's, let's rephrase it. That's been like 
Like we just talked about Ivan. It, it wasn't blowing people away. It was fine. It was cute. But I agree, Bub. Like, I'm talking about blockbuster live yeah, But even one and only the one and only Ivan wasn't wasn't it was fine. It original content. I mean, that's You're a book. Right. It's that's a children's right. book. It's all so here's the thing. Okay, Everything's let's go down the book. list. John Carter of Mars sucks. Ha, I like John the, Carter. The Lone I, Ranger. The Lone Ranger sucks. One of the biggest financial disasters in film history. I mean, th- these movies are garbage. Complete garbage. I digress. Anyone else? That's another topic for another day. So, all right. Yeah, I, I don't think that's particularly unpopular. I just think people don't think about it because they think about the the IP based stuff and the remakes, which are financial mega hits, and don't yeah. think that the well, original, original live action is sucks. Trash. And I will stand by that. Fine, they can make a Star Wars movie and a Marvel movie all they want. They cannot make an original live action movie. It sucks. And I will tell you, my last one for live action movies is Tombstone. Is the best live action Disney movie of all time. And yes, it's better than Mary Poppins. Never seen it. But that's not saying much for me. No, not much for you, Drew. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Anyone have anything else here for live action? Or let's we're gonna move on to Disney animated films. When we leave off with Jordana this time. Um, so I only have one for this one, and I just want to say that Meet the Robinsons doesn't get the attention that it deserves. It is a phenomenal movie. I'll tell you what. I was looking at the Disney D23 Dinosaur vs. Dragon bracket. Tiny did not get the recognition. I think he lost to, uh, man, I want to say Rats, but understandable. Okay. Tiny's Rats is a I like Tiny. Tiny's but Tiny, uh, I'm going to have to look it up while we're talking, but he lost to somebody I was not happy about. little bowler hat. I, I like Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big head and little arms. I'm yeah. Just not sure how all this, all this plan was thought through. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. I have two. So I, on the I'm dinosaur a, topic there, let's go with, I actually enjoy the uh, dinosaur film <laughs> with Al- oh, yeah. Aladar based off the attraction in Animal Kingdom, Dinosaur. That makes more sense. <laughs> I still, I still think the attraction should just be called Countdown to Extinction. Still, but nope. I enjoy. Maybe that's my love for the ride as well because I enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Tim, have you that's... seen the movie? Yeah, of course. Great oh, movie. Wow. Yeah, remember Tim wanted to give us his thesis on why it would have been better if some director that would have had you know evolution involved or something. Remember? No, no, it's not evolution. It was supposed to be directed <laughs> by Paul Verhoeven. The effects were supposed to be done by the guy who went on to make Jurassic Park's visual effects and won the Academy Award for it. And it was supposed to be extremely dark, possibly rated R, and about the futility of the choices we make in life because we all just die in the end regardless. Sounds and that would have been a better evolution. movie. Sounds like a sober evolution to me, Tim. Uh, and just to recap, Tiny did lose to Rats in the Elite Eight. That's, that's, a, that's a fair shocking. I mean, kind of expected. Alice, one of the most Alice popular dinosaurs. Lost to Arlo, though. Eh, that's hit or miss. That's a hit or miss. Right, anyways. So, I'm going to give you a two for one real quick. Ready? Fantasia kind of sucks. I've been saying that for years. Artistically speaking, it's brilliant. Fine. Whatever. As a film, it sucks and blows. And you can add Alice in Wonderland to that list as well. Artistically, they're great films. They're incredible to look at. The Alice, stories, yeah. they're garbage. I want Not Alice in Wonderland movies. to be good every time I watch it. And it's kind of a letdown. I agree, Bob. That's I'll give you the there. Alice story, but Fantasia, it doesn't have a story. It's just beautiful. It, it literally invents the concept of the music video. It's just groundbreaking, incredible, beautiful, moving. You know, great, great animation, technically impressive. It sucks as a movie. Tim, you can't sit there and watch that movie. like Yes. Yes, he can. I love that movie. 
That's probably remaking Dinosaur with evolutionary tales. Okay, clearly he watches Fantasia for the storyline. Uh, Tim, what do you got? All right, well, I guess my first up, I, my favorite Disney animated film is probably of the classics is is probably Fantasia. Um, it's, un- it's unpopular. That's probably unpopular on this. Yeah, show. I, I think that probably is very unpopular. Um, <laughs> all right, my 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 real one though is uh, Treasure Planet, and to a lesser extent, Atlantis, because. Story-wise, it's the worst movie. Uh, they're extremely underrated, and they were victims of when they were released and um, their marketing, where Disney was like, we got this princess demographic, we got the girls unlocked, now we need the boys. Let's release these two mar- these two movies and hammer home, you know, these are the boys' movies, these are for boys. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, both are really good films. I think live-action remakes of either of these films would kick ass I and agree with that. probably do really well. Um, and uh, Treasure Planet especially. Like, it had such a cool aesthetic and was a retelling of a, a classic story so that had the familiarity with the source material for everybody, but was done in a really unique way with an amazing art style. Problem is, uh, remaking those live action would be big-budget films. Yeah. Those yeah, wouldn't yeah. be cheap ones. I, mean, I don't think Mulan was cheap. No, that's fair. How do you feel about that one, Ken? Uh, let's move on to yeah. back to Jordana. Do you have any anything else here? No, that was it. I think well, that's the one I wanted I, to kind of. I'm gonna shot the world then, and I'm gonna say the original animated Lion King is overrated. I don't oh, think it's okay. as good as people say. I, I really don't. Wow, that can you expand? Like in what way? I, I mean, sure, the music's catchy, but. Take the movie, the music out of that, and I get the music is what makes the film. I don't know; it's not that great. So if you're sitting it's kind down, of a shitty story. If you're sitting down and you have two choices for a movie, you have Lion King, or you have the live action live Lion King. Which one are you watching? That one sucks too. Well, actually, they're I... both animated. Jordana, please. <laughs> please, you're not wrong there. <laughs> Use me. Um, I, I, that's. I'm probably animated, I guess, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas, big fan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's he doing with this? Is he didn't he like go into recluse or something? Is he just kind of living his life somewhere That's as like an architect or something? Famous for like three to five years, and then I would just go and hide him. Yeah, it's midnight. You're not famous yet, so here we are. We're doing this podcast stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like what you cool. said there. You said yet. Uh, but what about you? Any uh, last? I ones? got two more. One gut wrenching. One not so gut wrenching. I really think Oliver and Company has a great soundtrack that needs more recognition. Billy Joel, Bette Midler. Uh, it's it's just it's really well done. Huey Lewis and the News is on. It's a it's a very good little soundtrack. Phil Collins, but film. I'll give it to you. That's yeah. fair. And then uh, Bing Bong's death. Oh God! Is the most gut-wrenching death in any Disney movie, including Ellie from Up. Okay? It is the most... It is so significant. It is so representative of a child's imagination dying. It is the saddest death in any Disney movie. And I don't give a shit about Bambi's mother. Who cares? She sucks. Yeah, who cares? You know, I never really looked at it from that point of view, and thank you for bringing that to my attention, Bob. Gut-wrenching. But you but in a way, you're you're, you're Maybe it's right. not unpopular now. Maybe it's no one knows about it. Why did people overlook it? It was something that needed to be done, right, yeah. at the time. So you yeah. kind of respect Oh, it's a plot him. device. No question about it. It's a plot device. It's like well, Ellie. I was watching yeah. up the other day. The whole Ellie thing, yeah, that whole first device. 15 minutes of the film, yeah. really isn't necessary. Yeah. Tim, Tim, what do you got? 
So that's my other unpopular opinion, that the whole first 15 minutes of Up are why everybody thinks that's actually a good movie. And it gets all these accolades as being like this amazing animated film and where Pixar figured out how to really do those kind of like emotions. No, it's a cheap trick. They they sucker you in with that first 15 minutes, pulling your heartstrings, use, and uh, the rest of the movie just sucks. does not live up to it even close. It's, no I, it's not actually a great movie. You take the first 15 minutes out, it's like whatever. Well, it's I like watching say. the first 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. It's a great war movie. And then it kind of drags. <laughs> I will say that I took a life development class in college. And the first day we sat down and we watched the first 15 minutes of yeah up and and they were like all right this is life development we're gonna go through birth to death like i was like cool i like this class we're sitting i i could not agree more with you i yeah. feel like they made the film of up and then they went back like well shit it's only an hour long we need to add it make it a little bit longer and what do we do we're gonna make this amazing art style pixar kid friendly adult friendly and don't get me wrong it's well written it's great but it's like doesn't really be needed for that film. And and Drew hates Doug. Just so the record, let the record show that, that that's a fact. That, that might be unpopular. Favorite. That oh, might Kevin be unpopular. Ben. All right. Anyways, let, we've been on this one. You have any more? Or is that it? No, that was it. I only ben, have two. Ben. I only have two for food and snacks. So that should be quick. Unless Tim and Jordana picked us up on that one. I don't have. Oh, one. I'm gonna make you angry with my. Let's move on to that food and snacks. Bob, uh, lead us off. Yeah, Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwiches are garbage. What? You're talking about, about ice cream bar, very well, good. The ice cream about, sandwich, one? garbage. Oh, sandwich, which is like more like a cookies and cream. It's like the soft cookie with the cookies and cream ice cream, garbage. No good. Get, get it those out of at here. Target now. Yeah, they're not yeah. very good at Target either. No, they're not. Okay. As then, good. What do you got on that? I want to up, one up you. All the iconic snack, the Mickey pretzel, the Mickey ice cream bar. I don't feel comfortable because of my own lifestyle saying the turkey leg, but yeah, I assume exactly. the turkey leg all fucking suck. The turkey Disney's like, convinced you through 30 years of marketing that that's an integral stop, stop. part of the Magic Kingdom experience. And so they have an amazing group of bakers who do all sorts of awesome cupcakes and sweets and cakes and cake and ice but cream Tim, and all sorts of stuff. Those You're wasting your money and your time to, to eat a Mickey things. pretzel. It takes pennies. It's like popcorn. I'm going to spend 30 bucks on right. popcorn, exactly. even though it costs them two cents. It's Get yourself... A cupcake, a cookie, something other than that crap. I will say popcorn's one of the best values on property, especially with the free refills over I the agree. dollar. Re- I will say a very good point. It's, it's a, one of the best values in entertainment. It's a great snack. <laughs> just, just get and just always have it in the on your stroller. If I, you have. I think we have to give Jordana a moment though, because we just crushed yeah, her she, dreams. She's, so she's I know mine, okay? Because we're gonna be fighting. The Mickey ice cream sandwich is 100% better than the Mickey ice cream bar. You're out of your mind? That's, that's ice cream sandwich is garbage. This is the first time this happened. I expect this happened sooner. No. The ice cream sandwich is garbage. No. Not nearly as good. No. The ice cream bar is delicious. 100% better. You're the out Mickey of your bars mind. bars suck. So one of us is right. One of us is wrong. Okay. I was, ah, uh, no, no. I said they both suck. I said this they might, both suck. So, so Tim is Switzerland. Home. Jordana, <laughs> uh, can you open up a poll tomorrow on social media on this? Yeah. We need a poll I, on I'm which route because all of our friends are in the Ohana. I have no friends. Yeah, they hate no. me in the Ohana. Hey, if you're my friend, <laughs> don't, don't, you yeah, don't my even friend. say who said what until they listen. I guess they'll know. If they but... listen to the episode, they're going to know. I'm screwed. Well, hopefully, they'll well, vote before they listen. Bob. 
Oh, guess who says garbage, Jordana? Get out. Right. Quit the show. So this next one might upset. Yeah, Drew, go ahead. I, I don't really have it. My, I don't really have much here. I threw a last one on here. I'm gonna say my unpopular opinion more because people don't really know about. But I stand by, and I've pitched this place for years. Sebastian's <laughs> Bistro at the Tribune Beach Resort is one of the best hidden gem restaurants on property, and that is a fact. He did. He's going to go out of business, like... unfortunately, because no one freaking goes to that place, oh. and it's not even open right now. But if it is. It's fantastic. I mean, you gave us like 40 minutes on Sebastian's on your uh, trip report when you went. It's I went there three times. Yeah, you went, loved went it. Trip. Went to the same restaurant on Disney property oh, three times. It's unimaginable. You really like the rice. He Two talked. of them were sit down. He did. One of them was like, <laughs> he talked he did, about Jordana. <laughs> okay, but I have I have another one that kind of goes with what Tim said. And and this is going to be something that Drew's going to hate me for. Oh, I hope I, I hope I know where you're going. The Dole Whip is kind of overrated. Yes! Ooh! Yes, it is! Jordana, it is! No, it's overrated. It's, it's a good treat, but it's overrated. Let me rephrase. I wouldn't wait in line for it, but that's why they have mobile ordering. And, but Drew it's loves just that so ordering. refreshing. It's hot as balls in Adventureland, and there's nothing like getting a nice, cool, refreshing Dole Whip and while you wait in line for a button. You know what the else? Citrus swirl. The citrus swirl is better than the Dole, rip, the dole Whip. The citrus Jordana, swirl is a, a better treat than the Dole Whip. That's a fact. <laughs> Would you say the Mickey ice cream sandwich is better than the Dole Whip, too? No, yeah. I hate the Mickey oh, ice cream sandwich. Oh, crap. Yeah, that's my go-to. That's my go-to snack. Garbage. That's, re- that's, that's like, <sighs> mind-blowing. Sorry. Here I yeah. am. Well, that's it. There it is, folks. First time Anybody we fought else? on the episode of food. No? Okay. Let's I love on. Tim's take, though, that it's all garbage, because he's not wrong. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's all well, I, I, crap. I, to, to clarify, I'm not saying it's all garbage. I'm saying Disney hits it out of the park with snacks. So you're wasting your time basically getting anything that's packaged and shaped like a Mickey. I got to tell you that. Um, the turkey I, leg is not shaped like a Mickey. All right. Well, the turkey leg just like sucks. Ostrich. A turkey leg sucks no matter what. It's not real turkey meat. It's like no, it's an ostrich. It's, it's ostrich meat. No, come on. This is the disproven a million times. But no, it's from like a freak exactly. steroid turkey. Yes. It's like an offensive lineman Listen, of the turkey. The college. only time you get a turkey leg if you're if you're if you're visiting Chris Lucas at at medieval times or you're going to like you know, a, a King Richard's fair and you just do it because you, you just got to have a, a or if, fair. Or if you're seven leg. months pregnant and you go to Disney and you're craving a, a turkey leg. But I'm they're not good. You just. Are you, yeah. So Austria. now that we're going down this rabbit hole, that thing is huge. They weigh like multiple pounds. Yeah, right? I got to be honest. You could probably eat them. They're probably not real meat. But who is eating? Like, who wants that much meat? Does anybody have to finish it? Do you share oh, it with your family? I, uh, you see, that's not even what people watch. You have those guys just oh. sitting on the bench. Just Tim, um, Tim, have you have you are you familiar with Family Guy, Tim? Huh? I've seen Family, Family Guy. guy? You familiar with Death from Family Guy? Oh, he's classic. Yeah. There's yes. an episode when he comes to dinner and they give him a, tur- a drumstick. He slathers wow butter everywhere, dips it into his hood, comes back just a bone. That's how Andrew eats a turkey leg at Disney World. <laughs> Only if I have a pint in the other hand. <laughs> All right, so, so no, like Z- Zoe's not biting off the turkey leg, no. and then you're biting. That just no, seems Zoe gets her own. Well, Zoe gets her own. <laughs> Zoe gets her own. I don't get. That's how they do it at the house. <laughs> I get them when I go to my uh, like a medieval fair or something. That's where you eat. Them. Actually, that's true. Um, you see, Drew at King Richard's Fair, he walks around one turkey leg in each hand. He gets, <laughs> the, he gets a he gets a mead <laughs> dispensing well, like in helmet. Jokers, did you see that punishment? Yeah, when they tie when he goes to the dating app. 
up and he's got to, he goes to the speed dating and he has to eat it before he can leave. Uh, it's brilliant. All right, we lost control. Let's, let's move on to our next category. What yes. World merchandise. And I'm going to upset a lot of people here, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to go first. All right. Pins. They're not that great, guys. They're yeah. not that great. They're overrated. They're expensive. And then I, I, I just, not it's an expensive me. hobby, I think. I have to agree with you. And, and, and it's kind of like you got to then, you know, chug them around. At least I, I will say, like, a lot of people like Tim and Bob do hang them up at home. So at least it turns into, like, an art piece at home, which I enjoy that. But I feel like while you're there in the parts, a lot of people will be trading them. And then they just try to throw them in their draw. That's what they do. Um, yeah. I think it's over. overrated. I will tell you that. I had something along that line, which is weird for me because I'm a big pin fan, but I actually have it on here that the uh, Vinylmation figures, the little oh. Vinylmation figures, were a better little souvenir than pins were. You know, they tried. Equally as useless. Do you remember, Bob, they tried. They're fantastic. They they, they did for a while. They just didn't take off. They had the, the little mystery guys, and they almost looked like, I'm talking like one inch big, and you got like four or five in a pack. And you were supposed to be able to trade those. Oh, the minis, the minis. Those set. were fantastic. yeah, they were cool. Yeah, My kids have a bunch. They of them. still, they I think, them. some of the stock, the shops still might sell them, but but you were supposed to be able to trade those with people and stuff. Yeah, too. nothing quite like the pins did. The pins just the pins you, know, you wear them. They're they're the easy. Olympics. I just I don't know. What do you do with them? Who did it first? The Olympics or Disney with pins? Olympics. The Olympics did it first, right? That's what started the whole. Yeah, Walt probably thing. stole the idea. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. Stole a lot of ideas, not in a not in a negative way, but yeah. Tim, what do you got? Uh so I think that having a new it color that they try to force down everybody's throat every month, you know, it it, it doesn't work and it never has worked. They like captured lightning in a bottle with the original rose gold collection years ago. Now it's got to be like five years ago now, and they've just been chasing that high ever since. And uh, this new one, Iridescence, which isn't a color, it's a bad pun based on a concept, um, is them just totally jumping the shark. But, like, what the hell is Imagineering Orange and, like, you know, it's, nobody wants this shit. It, you see it, they clearance it out to the outlet every time, uh, and the only ones that are successful are when they give a new color to one they've already released, like Briar Rose Gold. It's different than Rose it's Gold. like mac and cheese orange for Crayola. It's just yeah. genius. Genius marketing. Bob, what do you got? So I want to piggyback off Tim because if he's going to do that, I'm going to take a shot at what I consider the lowest common denominator of parks wear. And that's the people that walk around with these different color spirit jerseys on. I ah. hate spirit jerseys. I think they're obnoxious. I don't. Why do you need more than one? Well, that's fitting. I, I also hate how like they're 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 not made for Florida heat. A lot of these things. <laughs> that is because I, I own one and it's it's long sleeve. Yeah. And an extra heavy jersey. It's like it's a, sweatshirt. a sweatshirt. Yeah. It's a spirit jersey, guys. It's, it's perfect for New England. It it's like the guy from Bring It On with the spirit fingers. You think those are spirit fingers? No, these are spirit fingers. When people walk around with like a long sleeve you know pullover on they're like you think that's a spirit the people suck they're obnoxious about it they've got a rainbow of them in their freaking closets and it drives me up a wall and they're not that cool they're not cheap either 
No! $70. Jordana, what do you got? Poor Jordana. She must feel attacked on this episode. I am the one with the rainbow in my closet. Yeah. Enough to wear one to Disney every I will say that. That Hades one that came out a couple of months ago, that was... Like oh, so this is the problem. Some of them are pretty cool looking. <laughs> but I have a lot. Um, that's usually like my one big thing that I buy down there. Um, so, okay. Uh, my merch thing is Crocs are the best. Oh, there we go. At Disney. Well, I'm not sure that's unpopular. I think Crocs are very popular. Taking over the world. are amazing. Um, but the fact that they have the little Mickey touch, it's just... Chef's kiss. Are you a, a you, you add the little pin things or are you more of the, the solid no hole thing? Solid. No, I just like I just like as they come. I think they're perfect. They air out your little feety feetsies. You don't want to add like a little mini or, or something? No, because I think they'll just fall off. Huh. I mean I guess they don't, but like yeah. what if you I don't know. And you then you lose three dollars. Stuck your toe? Hey, yeah. what do you got? Oh, no, I just had to ask her, didn't I? Do you know there's a competing ba- brand of foam shoe that is also now officially part- partnered with Disney? I think they're called Nature Shoes or Natural Shoes, but they, they look like a, a almost like a Converse low top or a Ked, but yeah. they're made out of like Crocs materials. Yeah. That's apparently the hot newness, but from what I've heard, extremely uncomfortable no. compared to a Croc. Yeah, because, because they're trying to be fashionable. It's enclosed around yes. ankle. So, like, if you're wearing those at the parks all day without socks or anything, you're going to end up with blisters all over your feet. Yeah. Can we so. just ask the question, why are trots so much money? They can't be that much to make. No. No, they're injection molded. But they're like 35 or 40 bucks a pair. Yeah. I, mean, some yeah, are more. I don't know. Some are yeah. more than that. All right. Anyways, anyone have any other merchandise? I do actually have one, which might get me thrown off the show. All right. Okay. This is my this is my goal. Comparatively to other high end brands, which we're going to consider Disney a high end brand, I don't think their merchandise is completely obscenely expensive, which it is. But comparatively to other quote unquote brands and lifestyle logo brands, it's really not more than what you'd spend if you went I, to a department I store. I agree with that. I I, I, I mean, I, I think when the new Run Disney shirts came out the other day, you know, last month yeah. I bought one. I think it was like twenty eight bucks for like a, a licensed Disney yeah. T shirt. Think was, about that. Think about the Nike golf shirt I have. Sorry, fifty bucks or forty five bucks. A, a Nike golf shirt at Kohl's, like you're saying, forty fifty bucks. There it was sixty, but it had the Mickey Mouse logo on it. Okay, fine. I know what I. I I'm paying for Mickey Mouse at that point. I understand. But I, I find it, and people complain. I, I think this is unpopular. I think comparatively to other, I don't think Disney's that expensive merchandise-wise. I think their quality is, is on par with, with yeah. medium to high-end other things. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's a good one. All right. Anybody else? Any last last uh, chance merchandise? All right. Disney transportation. And let's be honest. I'm going to leave this off because we all know the answer. <laughs> the yes. water taxis can eat my ass. Uh, they are inefficient. They are slow. They suck. They drip water on you. You get sunburn. Uh, it, it, it's not a fun experience. Uh, and if you miss one, I feel like you have to wait forever for the next one. Um, I don't like them. I don't like so them. I will say that the last one I took while I was down there in January, the guy literally drove into the dock. So I'm pretty sure these people do not know how to drive taxis either feeds my fuel yeah if i have a choice between boats buses or monorails i'm going boat every time 
just don't. I, I love to travel by boat. I don't know. I, I don't nearly have the issues with it that you do, Drew. We, we've disagreed on boat travel for a very long time on this show. Well, I think you witnessed firsthand my issues with that boat that day. Yeah, I just think it's you. I don't know that it was Unlucky. the boat's fault. I think it's sunburn on one Are arm. We... Are we specifically saying like the medium sized boats that go between like Disney Springs and the resorts? Or are we talking yeah. also like the huge ferry that goes any from, boat, like, any boat I can take on property? I'm taking it because TTC ferry to the Magic Kingdom is just stone cold. The most efficient. Yeah, it I'm fits going, like nine time. times the people. Yeah. Anyways, what else do you guys <laughs> got? I will say this. I thought the minivan service was a good value, despite its outrageous price line. I thought it was a great value, and I wish they brought it back. I don't know if I'd say great, but I would I'd say it was fair. I would, I'd when say you have fair. a son that protein shakes on your on your wife on Dumbo, and you got to get that's it, it is great value. It's well worth the money, and I want them to bring it back. That's fair. I'll say I love buses. If if you get rid of every other transportation, I'm a bus guy. I love the bus. I'm a fan of the bus. I love it. it's nostalgia. It's just like I love people watching. I love just getting on the freezing cold bus. There's everything about it. It's like the freezing cold bus. And Bob and I have. I mean, even the bus drivers. I just seem like they're they're happy. And which bus well, driver do you know the world is a happy bus driver? Not many. Disney though. But most they're all happy. happy. Yeah. So so that's mine. The bus system is hands down the best transportation option on property and you just don't like it because it's not glamorous it's not unique it's just a freaking bus like you have in every city i don't just love it i don't like i don't just i love the bus yeah i think people look down on the bus people do though the thing is you constantly there if if somebody has a disney transportation article it's shitting on the buses disney knows this they keep upgrading the buses adding chargers adding wi-fi adding graphs but what it comes down to is like if you show out and you pay that fortune to stay at a monorail resort Guess what? That monorail gets you to Magic Kingdom right now because of the construction yeah. of Epcot. There's no Epcot monorail. Um, and even when it gets to Epcot, you're still taking the bus even further to Animal Kingdom and uh, Hollywood Studios. It, it's just part of Disney life. And the bus is the only transportation system that gets you absolutely yeah. everywhere. I haven't taken it yet, but I really feel like the Skyliner is the future. That was, oh, my, that was Hands my, down. Yeah. That was I think that's Skyliner. such an expandable concept for them. It's yeah. funny. It's like we come full circle. Every amusement park in the country had a Skyliner, oh. and they all went away because every people mountain, thought they sucked or they were in expensive. The world yep. And now they're making a comeback, folks. Yep. It's coming full circle. Yeah. Uh, no, Skyliner right. is great. It's the best transportation on property. And what's, yours, what's yours, Jordana? You're unpopular. That was, that was mine. That the oh, Skyliner. Okay. Well, yeah. I think you know, that, I don't think that's unpopular. I think once people do the Skyliner, if they're not yeah. afraid of moving right. fast high up. They're converts for life. I think the reason that people that it's unpopular is because people are afraid of it and they don't give it a chance. Great. Keep scared, being afraid. Well, it its scared. debut was a little rough. Let's no, be honest. Is it though? I'm tired of that narrative too. What I'm tired of that narrative. Twice, no, right? I, I'm sick and tired of these narratives that a brand new transit system has a hiccup. They're learning their way. Yeah, it sucked. What about every other time that it worked? Like we only hear about the four times that it didn't work. Every time a monorail door falls off, it makes the evening news. But you don't hear about the 20 million passengers that it just transported across property for that's 14 just, fucking days. I'm sick of general. this narrative that anytime something breaks down, it's automatically trash. It's horse shit. 
that's just that's the internet for you. If someone took a shit tomorrow in Central Park, you bet your ass it'll be out there. Yeah, everybody's shitting in Central Park. That's Bubba's right. right though. Why, when the doors get stuck open on the Disney World monorail, does it make the nighttime news in New England? Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. I can't. I it's uh, apparently well, that's I hot think topic we for hit me. a hot spot there with <laughs> Bubba. Let's move on. I to think so. Disney resort hotels. Uh, right. Jordana. Let's start it off with you. Top Century oh, is a fantastic no, resort. Stop. It's not it fantastic. Is, it is. I don't disagree with that. One statement. of the best resorts on property. It's been upgraded. It's on the Skyliner line. And if you pay preferred, it's really not that bad. You get a really good yep, option. I, well done. Pay. Well done. You stand your ground. You stand your ground. Uh, Tim. I will piggyback on that because mine is, at this point, moderate resorts absolutely are unjustifiable except for, with the exception of Grand Destino Tower. They're too big. They require an internal bus system. Uh, and you're, if you're going to Disney just to, uh, you know, for the parks and Disney Springs and all that, and you just want a room as a place to sleep, the values fit that bill so much better, especially now that they're completely have all been redone. Um, Pop and Art of Animation, you have the Skyliner, which we all agree is the best transportation on property. And if you want a resort where the resort is an integral part of your Disney experience, you want to do resort days, you want access to those amazing pools, all the amenities, uh, you know, moderates don't even have a gym, then spring for a deluxe. I, that's what I do. I, I'll either pay the big bucks and go to a deluxe, or I will, um, I'll, I'll stay at pop every time. Yeah. I, I do not see the point in paying significantly more these days than a value to stay at Port Orleans or Caribbean beach. It's not different enough to justify the, the cost difference. And you're not closer to any of the, the parts. So right? I have different. a question on how many moderate resorts have you stayed at to make that the statement? Honestly, I have not stayed at very many. Okay, then. then that's all you need to know about this conversation. Jordana, how many have you stayed at? One. Caribbean Which one? Beach. Okay. So there you go. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dignify I'm a fan of the moderates. That you know that Bob. statement with a, a response because everything you just said is completely wrong about those resorts. They're fantastic. There's a place for them. I think I, I think there's a big difference too, though, Bub, with with going as a family, right? When, when me and you used to go to no, Disney, no, if I go with my kids, if I went with Megan, it would either be you a, would say the cheapest resort, Let's cheapest be fair. resort, or but I I think you guys are completely missing the point on, especially a place like uh like Riverside or Coronado Springs, which is a beautiful resort, and I, I mean Jesus, I, French Quarter is the smallest, most intimate experience you can have at a Disney hotel on property. And for yeah. you to sit there and tell me that they're not worth it is just incredible. But I I agree, right, Bob? And and for me, my kids want to go in the pool every single day we go on vacation. So yep. for me, a moderate resort alone, having a nicer, bigger pool with slides and, and water the quiet features, pool option. Is, we have the, the freaking pirate ship tower. It's yep. like you're going to a water park every time you go to the resort. So I I do agree. It really depends on my situation. If I was going by myself or with my wife, you're right. I'd either Different. splurge for like a really nice room or I would just say, F it. I want the cheapest possible room. Put me at an all-star. I don't care. I'm not even going to be at the resort. You know, I'm going to be at the resort eight hours a day. That is the concept here. It's an unpopular opinion. Yeah. My 
I don't know what this is. I really don't even know if I wrote this right. Anyways, I'm going to say it has nothing to do with the resort itself. I'm going to go back to Polly for a second. I'm going to say that the Polynesian may have the best resort food options on property between the Ohana and Trader Sam's and the lounge. I think there's a lot of options going on there where it's all fantastic eatery foods for a resort. I have to disagree. That's I why think Contemporary has the best. If, oh, have oh you ever God. eaten at the Wave? That's yes, I, I forgot. That's... They have the Wave and Cali Grill. That's and true. Cali Grill. Plus, they have Contempo Cafe with all those sweet treats. I'm well, just, they all have those. I'm not even talking Chef nope. Mickey. They also have character dining. Chef Mickey's blows. But they have I character dining. So I that, can't wait. That checks off that. I can't wait for this. I'm going to tell you right now. The Polynesian, the Contemporary, and the Grand Floridian collectively suck and blow as hotels. <laughs> they, they're, they're garbage. The three of them are trash. And I can't believe I'm sitting here with, with three of you. Well, two of you love Polynesian, and the other one would just assume. Listen, well, I've never even stayed at the Polynesian. So I obviously don't I, I love just, it that much. I, uh, those three resorts are garbage. I All I'm saying about the Polynesian is I, I enjoy their breakfast. They have a fantastic dinner ceremony that you can go to. And if you want to just hang out and go to Trader Sam's, it's a fantastic place to hang yeah. out and have some cocktails. Location-wise, all I'm saying. best. Food-wise, I'm going to tell you right now that Animal Kingdom Lodge. I was just going to say, both of, it's not even close. 100. percent It's Animal not even Kingdom close. Lodge. And it, I would go to those restaurants. It's I would close. Those restaurants, but and Polly is close to it. Yeah. But, yeah. but Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom Lodge has everything Drew that you just said it does that Polly has. I mean, well, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of nowhere. I don't. That point of view. Um. Anyways, resorts, folks. They're not heated. Yeah, have I any... have one more for resorts. It's going to shock the world if you guys were all sent. Yeah. Universal's hotels compared to Disney's category to category are light years ahead of where well, Disney is. I think that's going to be a Universal versus Disney episode. We'll have to save that one. Light years. I don't I, know if it's unpopular yeah. or not. I guess if you're a Disney hardo, then yes, it is unpopular. But Universal's resorts far and away exceed what Disney does. And I, we'll get into it, Drew. You're absolutely right with the companies that own the resorts at, at Universal is entirely different than what Disney does. I understand that. So we'll touch on that. But yep. Universal's resorts are far and away. Better value for the money. Yes. Better Keep- location. Just just far and away better than Disney's resorts. All right, folks. Happy we have five more categories left. We're going to now move into the actual parts itself. And let's start off with Animal Kingdom. Tim, the floor is yours. All right. Uh, Pandora at night sucks. It's wildly overrated. The glow paint looks really tacky and like glow paint instead of bioluminescence, unless you hit it right after they've done like the monthly repainting they have to do because that paint is super volatile. And um, at night, you because the lighting is quote unquote natural, you totally miss all the incredible feats of Imagineering that actually make that land impressive and immersive and like awe inspiring. Um, and everybody talks about, oh, Pandora at night. That's what made it a all-day park. That's blah, blah, blah. No, it sucks. You, you could miss it. I could care less about ever going there at night. Tim, is, yours, is your Stripe background Pandora at night? Yes. That I just was wanted to point. make sure. That, that was why I uh, that. That. Fantastic. Well done, Drew. Well done. <laughs> uh, I disagree. I, 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 don't, I don't feel that way, Tim. But unpopular why why it's unpopular. It. Uh, Bob, what do you got? Animal Kingdom is the best theme park in the world. I don't mean Walt Disney World. I mean it is the best theme park in the world. 
Uh, it says on my paper, unpopular opinion, perfect as is. That's yep. it. That's I it. agree. It is perfect, except Dino Land. <laughs> yeah, handle that. Best theme park in the world. It's it not. It, it's barely close. It, it even has rides that I don't enjoy, but I I get that they're needed and they're they're perfectly designed. I that's my that's my only one I have for Animal Kingdom. But I agree. Jordana, Flight of Passage is overrated. <laughs> no, no, that's unpopular. Now, if you want to say Navi River Journey, but no. Flight of Passage is not overrated. It is overrated. It is. I don't know. I don't. How many times have you experienced Flight of Passage? Oh, at least half a dozen. Do you do it? I mean, you need to immerse yourself. You need to make sure your legs. Are, you got it's the whole fucking experience. <laughs> I know, I know. and said, I'm there. Had a times. But I just don't think for people that and originally, I mean, it hasn't been as bad now. But for people that would wait like three hours to ride it, like that—I would have wait three hours for anything. That's no, the first that's problem. True. Yeah. You know, yeah. that I, I if you wait that long for any attraction, I guarantee it's going to be a letdown that I've, I mean, that I've heard truth. people come up to me and say, hey, we're going to go to Disney World. We heard that we have to ride Flight of Passage no matter what the wait is. And I've said, absolutely not. Don't do that. Make sure to rope drop it or go at the end of the night. Like it's it's just not. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, but I don't think you wait that long for any. I, I truly believe if you're spending that long at attraction, one, you waste your money on, on going on a trip. I truly feel like that's you can't be that. That's that's a quarter of or, or a third of your day. Yeah, you know, that's a third of your day. If you have kids, you're not spending much more than nine hours in in the parks. If you have kids like it's just I'm barely doing that myself. I, I know that's just a lot. You know, you can't yeah. do that in my eyes. But I, I, I that's not your fault. But it is not overrated. <laughs> that right. is. My unpopular opinion. Opinion. That's that's point of the show. Unpopular opinion. That's part of the show. <laughs> that is my um, anyone have anything else for yep. I, I got one I more. One more of Tim. Oh, no, Tim, you can Tim. go ahead, Tim. Tim. All right. Mine is that uh ride to ride, if you take out the queue and the pre-shows out of Rise of the Resistance, the ride Rise of the Resistance is worse than Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is the best ride on property. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think unpopular. it's actually that I don't, I don't disagree. All. I don't disagree with that. I remember not Rise of the Resistance, but yeah, just yeah. Knowing I've been Rise of Resistance four times. Yeah, hundred percent. It, I think Flight of Passage, the ride, is better than Rise of Resistance. Hey, the ride. put this put this poll up too. Put that poll okay. up too. I know that the people are people. Let Work the voice down. be heard. I, I I don't disagree, Tim. Again, I haven't. I I think the, the it it fits with the whole storytelling of 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 Avatar in general. With you you and your Banshee, it, it's literally putting you in the movie. And again, I'm not saying other attractions don't put you in the movie. I'm not saying that, but um, it's the closest thing to VR and yeah. total experience that we've had in a theme park ride. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I agree. I mean, Bob, you it's, said no, it's no Terminator 2 3D across time. But, oh, uh, God, here know, we go. It's, it's close, Tim. It's close. 4D. It uh, d- did not have a series of Kenner action figures rebranded <laughs> and sold across the entire country for a theme park ride in Florida. Bob, so I am going to tell you that this is my least favorite attraction at Animal Kingdom, but I respect what it does. Rafiki's Planet Watch and Affection section is a well-done little area of the park, and I think you're missing out if you don't go to it. At least I, once. I, I feel like it used to be better, but they still do. It's still solid. It's still a solid experience. And they have the learn to draw and stuff like that, too, right? right? Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's, it's um, just so kind of yeah. lost. I just think people don't even think about it. 
because it's just it's there, out there. You know, you can I'll take you the, what, that the, whole the area. Train. I even still to today get a little bit confused, right? Where you have like the two nature walks, you have the safari, you have yeah. you have two the, nature the, walks on opposite sides of the park. But that's my point. Sometimes I forget. Like, wait, was this the Gorilla Falls? Or yeah. was this... it's just. It, I'll it, tell it's... you, Drew. It's a valid point. When we went the last time. I don't. Know, I don't think it was with you. I think the time when with uh, in December when we went on Collie River Rapids. Mm. I never realized in relation to where you get on Colorado Rapids where the the Gorilla yeah, Falls. It's very it's very odd in that back corner. I don't disagree with that. That's I don't know fair. why. I think it all blends in, and you're looking at the monkeys, and you're getting your your alcoholic Dole Whip, and you just you're like, where the hell am I? And then you kind of get a little lost yeah. in there. But yep. Uh, anybody else? Animal Kingdom? No. Okay. Epcot. Who wants to lead it off? Jordana. Mission Space. It's gotta go. You, you know, you know what? You just don't like these immersive attractions. It's gotta go. It's they can't. They got space two twenty opening yeah, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they hung they hung their hat all up on that. Your your new premier dining location of you know what? Twenty years from now, is keep this unpo- keep this as an unpopular opinion that people don't like that ride because then for me, Tim and Bob, we can get in there faster and get out yeah, faster. I mean, we do. I mean, the ride's never much longer you can, than twenty you can minutes. Keep riding it. I'll go do other stuff. I'll go drink. I will. Breakfast. I will. But, it's just, it's gotta go. It's, uh, a bad, it's awful. Epcot needs more attractions. I think right that's now, a fair today, they need, and I don't, maybe that's not unpopular, but I mean, if it's gotta be IPs, it's gotta be IPs. I don't care at this point. They need something in that park. It's incredible. It's, well, it's incredible. I'm gonna parlay that, and uh, I'm gonna be blunt. I don't like Epcot. Simple as that. It's just, it's, it doesn't, doesn't get me excited. I knew not that was lie. coming. I, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. My favorite part is the seas. I, I that's a good pavilion. It's a great pavilion. I I don't know. Aquarium, I mean, are you the honestly park. the world showcase? If I oh, skip I that, I got the world right. showcase. Well, then, this just got real fucking unpopular, folks. <laughs> I don't know. I think it depends who you ask. I mean, I I truly you try bringing kids around there. It's it's tough. They don't want to stop. They don't want to explore a pavilion. They don't they don't want to do that shit. Well, they want to go on Frozen and get the hell out of there. That's what they want to do. It's like robbing a bank. You don't stand there and hold the money in front of the, the teller. You just take it and go. That's by fact. That's you know. And, and I'm talking about Epcot in the last for the last ten years. Let's say. Yeah. Prior to that, it's a different story. Whatever we all know that the last ten years, Epcot. Obviously, I don't skip it, but it, it's almost skippable. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. That's what I'm going to leave it at. I think yeah. we should let Tim go. All right. Uh, mine actually kind of paves off your uh you know 10 years ago the actual vision of what future world is uh intended to be is impossible so it should have it should have been served to be an immaculately preserved time capsule of 70 late 70s early 80s futurism so the idea that epcot is always or future world is always going to represent what is next in this world for technological innovation it, disney is never going to update things quickly enough for that to actually work so instead, the the original spirit of Epcot should have been preserved almost like a time capsule, you know? Can, can we just all agree the original Epcot is dead, right? That the whole theory of Walt's vision of Epcot, it's yeah, dead. Fair. It's never coming. I mean, I, it was dead from Walt, day yeah, one. Yeah, once Walt died, it was never going to be the Epcot that he wanted. I mean, that was... Which, which is, correct. But I, that vision and the nostalgia, unfortunately, people did it out of their head. It's now just a fourth gate that they're bringing IPs into left and right. That's mm-hmm. it. 
Frozen, Ratatouille, Nemo, Moana, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. I mean, it, it's just going to be IP, IP. And to Bob's point, they have to continue that, right? Mary Poppins, supposedly. Who knows if that's ever going to happen anymore? That's probably not happening. And, and I'll be happy about that, as we talked about earlier. But yeah, Jordana, did you have a comment there? No. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, folks. I got nothing. Epcot. Anybody else so, that I skipped? I've got two more okay. if no one else has anything. I have nothing. I got three more, actually, for Epcot. I'm sorry. I feel we covered it all when we said I hate Epcot. So. So Figment needs to be brought out back behind this pavilion and buried. That needs to happen. Like buried alive? Can they shoot out. him first? No, at no, least? here it is. Now here it is. Here it is. If they're going to insist on keeping that pavilion in the state that it's in, they need to get Figment out of it. That's yeah, no, Bob, it. it. You brought up a good point, I think, in general, where um, the nostalgia of the classic Disney attractions, people, you can't touch it, you can't do that. It's just, it's classic. It's bigger it, here. Than almost anywhere else on property. It, it needs to. It needs to end. Um, yeah. it, it, it takes nothing away from Figment and what it did over the years, and all these other attractions that were nostalgia and classics. They they had their period in time, and unfortunately, we just need to let them go. Yeah. We can't just say, "Well, we have to keep this because." No, yeah. we don't have to keep anything. If so the speedway the thing, is trash, get rid of the speedway. I don't care yeah. if it's Walt's dream. Here's the thing with with Epcot. Walt didn't touch any of it. At the end of the day, what opened up Walt did not touch. So this isn't one of those, oh, this was Walt. Oh, this was Walt. The two attractions that you would have said were closest to Walt were probably Horizons and World of Motion. And they took those out and replaced with Mission Space and Test Track. So don't tell me that you can't take the land out or the Living Seas or or Figment because Walt wouldn't have wanted it. Well, Walt, Walt was dead, guys. He now, was not there now, when Figment and Dreamfinder were in Epcot, and that's not the Epcot you have anymore. So if we take Figment and we throw him in the trash, can we still merchandise off him? Because oh, yeah, that is oh, yeah. all Quit of Epcot. Go ahead. Yeah. People go nuts for the festival merch. The AP oh, merch yeah. for Epcot he is all Figment all the time, and it sells you take him out. Sam, I just want him out of the attraction. Take him out, and then 10 years from now, you introduce some freaking show over in the Captain Edo building about the, the imagination of Figment, and the world would go nuts. That's yeah. what you do. Anyways. So, I got two more. One very quick hitter. I liked the Epcot name and the wand on top of the ball. When they did that at the Millennium for the 2000, they 2000, changed it. I yeah. liked it. I was not nearly as offended as it as I was at the hat over at MGM Studios. I like that. <laughs> I'm indifferent, as I feel about Polly. And then, uh, Drew, here's one for you, buddy. I want characters in every Pavilion yes. of World Showcase. 100%. And I want them... And I want them, maybe not rides, I want them to be educating the kids on the country in a way that the kids are going to care about. Because right now, the kids do not care about World Showcase, except for three pavilions, potentially, when Ratatouille opens up. They care about France, potentially. They care about Mexico. And we all know how I feel about the Mexico ride. If they took that out tomorrow, I wouldn't care. Give us a Coco attraction in there right now. And they care about Norway. That's it. Absolutely right. We had the luxury, or actually we were lucky enough, rather, to go to China to see Mulan, right? But we had to wait in line for like 15 minutes to see her, which was fine. But at that time, you're right, Bob. I got to show my kids. My kids asked like some, some cool questions, like, you know, China culture. And I didn't have all the answers, but just for them to explore yeah. it. Well, and, wait, and don't tell me, oh, the kid yeah. caught fun stops. No, that's not what I want. No, I, I don't want, want a macaroni necklace. I want... Mulan, maybe not a person, but I want Mulan in a garden. I want 
signs around her for the kids to learn because right now the, the, the kids don't care. Right. They, nope. they don't care about these pavilions. And, yeah. hundred percent. I like that. Tim, yeah. Tim, you care. Jordana cares. Andrew cares. I care. And, our and our wives point, might care. Tim, like I said earlier, I would probably care if, if me and my wife went on a trip together, right? Or if I went with you, we wanted to have some drinks around this world and have a, have a appetizer there and an appetizer. The fact is those trips are kind of far in between now. And uh, it's not happening. So I didn't think about a family event when I go to these places. And, and Epcot right now is not that, you know? So, all right. But I know people get very upset when you say bring characters into World Showcase. But I, it, it needs fans. to happen. It needs to happen It now. needs it, to happen. It's done. The dream is dead. Glad we all feel that way. Some of us, maybe. Anybody else? Epcot, last chances. Hold your breath. Moving on to Disney Hollywood Studios. And, oh, could be a lot to be said here. Um, but I'm going to start off by saying, um, <laughs> I'll make it simple. Fantastic. Best nighttime show ever created at Disney. Yes. Done. Period. Well, this version of the one in California, the one in California is much better. Well, I'm talking about Walt Disney World at the moment. Oh, see, that's the best one. Yes. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I don't know if that's unpopular, I guess. I don't yeah. know. People yeah, like I think it's I don't better like than it. all the Epcot shows. It's not better than Illuminations. Yeah, not but better than yes, no. that's my. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the not. best nighttime show on property but ever. It's not. But it, it's literally, it's not. It literally is. That's my unpopular opinion. Uh, I guess. I guess. I guess. Illuminations is boring to me. Okay, now now that now we're kind of delving into a whole different area. We're, we're out of Epcot. We're into the Hollywood studio. I should have said I should have said Illuminations was overrated. Let's move on. Uh, Bob, what do you got? So I um I've got a bunch for Hollywood Studios. <laughs> not done. I already said one. So Aerosmith needs to be taken out of Rock and Roller Coaster. That needs to happen. Needs to be replaced with the Twilight Zone concept to bring that whole area together. Uh, it would be a trip through the radio waves, take you back to when Orson Welles did the War of the Worlds uh, radio program, and that would be the concept for the ride. This is not an original idea of mine. I actually read an article about this, and I was blown away at the concept. Uh, that's what needs to happen. Aerosmith was barely relevant in 1999 when the when this ride opened, and they're less relevant now uh, 20 years later. I actually have the same opinion. Yeah. So, what if they did like something? That is true, Tim. Disney IP overlay because they love doing that, and it could change to certain songs. For example, maybe one of them would be Cars, Life is a Highway. And then maybe the very next one is a different type of upbeat Disney IP song. Don't you worry. But they'd still have to license the music from Corcoran or Rascal Flatts. I guess if you did that. So you'd have to, I mean, I don't think that's ever happening. Right, original store. Right, right. Fair enough. Sorry. Anybody Tim, Jordan, you guys have anything oh, yeah, here? Sorry. Um, mine is that the park as it sits now today is a perfect example of immersive theme park design with the lands, Toy Story Land, Star Wars Land, all those, uh, the area around immediately around Tower of Terror. What they need to do is shed all the remaining studio park theming mm. and just rebrand it as a park that lets you live inside Disney film properties. So leave the man's Chinese theater uh, in the center as the centerpiece, as the hub that all these immersive lands spoke off of. Uh, but that, you know, we don't have the great movie ride in there anymore. We have Mickey and Minnie's that immerses you in a cartoon. So get the Hollywood area all themed up, 
do what you said to get Rock and Roller Coaster wrapped into that, you know, kind of Twilight Zone area IP and then figure out something over in the Indiana Jones and oh. Star Tours area. And then you already have the Muppet Courtyard. Uh, Bub, Bub, Bub is <laughs> eagerly trying to what say got, something. Bob? Tim, it's one of mine. Um, I'm going one step further. I am raising the Muppets. I am raising Star Tours. I am raising Indiana Jones. I am raising Toy Story Land, because as far as I'm concerned, that might be the worst land they've ever created in the last 20 years. Okay? So, what I'm going to do is move Pixar Studios to that other side of the park, on the other side of Echo Lake, and any expansion for Star- for Galaxy's Edge can go the other way around the back of the park. And that's and it kind of ties into what you're doing. I'm but start blowing too. it up. I'm blowing it up. You can yeah. move Star Tours over if you wanted to, but yeah, I, the Muppets gone. Yeah, I, sorry, Let's Mike. Be honest, I know. Gone. As good as Star Tours is, do we need it anymore? I mean, I love Star Tours. I love it too. I try. But, I would be sad, but yeah. do you really need? I would hate to lose Star Indiana Wars Jones. I would hate to lose Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think Star Tours is enough of a people eater that's outside of the Galaxy's Edge chaos that it's needed in that park. That we are finally to the point where it can correctly distribute its crowds. You need something there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're crazy to say. I would not have thought you were seriously to blow up the Muppets a year ago, but the Muppets are having a moment again. The Muppets yeah. are super relevant. Yeah, I think we cycle yeah, through Muppets this at least once every five or six years that the, the Muppets are safe. hot again. I, I just, I, I, in order to move Pixar to a more to a better location that's going to encompass things besides toy story it needs that much land and i will tell you the land that indiana jones is is occupying right now is obscene yeah uh, jordana do you have anything here so i personally think i mean to bub's point toy story land is too small they should have done way more with it and i think that they could have traded spots with galaxy's edge i think galaxy's edge could have gone there but personally wow. i'm not a big star wars fan so i think that toy story deserved a bigger place I think and i like the whole pixar place pixar is what we should have done to jordana's point if we're going to go with tim's idea of ripping down the old studio stuff then galaxy's edge would have the entire side of the park from where it ends right now to go into toy story land all the way down to the back of a rock and roller coaster. Yeah. So it would be plenty big enough. You would just I, have to take it, the buildings it, down. It's you could look at it twofold, right? Star Wars brought people to the park that weren't even Disney park people. Mm-hmm. Right. So the problem is if we ever created a Pixar land, it will put asses in the seat. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to bring anybody to the parts that aren't already coming to the parts. So they were smart by Britain Galaxy's edge. They brought non park goers. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's only going to get worse when they, is, when they open the hotel. That will be people uh, exactly. That's gonna be a whole for. different clientele. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's not going to be the families that just go to Disney every but like, day. What the hell is the Star Wars launch base still open for? Yeah. And that Disney yeah. Junior, whatever the hell it is, the dance party at the show. That's new. It takes up so much space. Good show. And it's just over there. You could keep the Disney Disney Junior, but you have it in these studio it's, buildings yeah. that are gigantic. But Star Wars Launch Bay, that was like a preview center for Galaxy's Edge, and yet it's still there. We've heard nothing about, oh, it's going to go away and become this. No, it's just still there. It's right. going to yeah. be there. It's probably going to be there forever. Like, Agreed. that's just how Disney does these things. Um, I got one more here. 
Uh, it's time to change the name, folks. Hollywood Studios. It's not in Hollywood. It's not a studio. Drop it. Come up with some other clever name. They pay you big bucks to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. That's it. That's a fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Bob, anything yep. else? Yeah, I got three for the price of one. Okay. Tower of Terror is the best dark ride on property. Tower of Terror is the best throw ride on property. Tower of Terror is the best ride on property, pound for pound. Um, yes, the one best thrill ride on property. I I, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. a tough one. Hey, unpopular. But, um, that's what we're here. That's what we're here for. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody else, last minute, last chance. Hollywood Studios, good. Moving on to the one what and you, only. What is this, an auction? <laughs> Actually, it's not the one and only. Magic Kingdom. Woo. Great. Ooh, Jordana, ladies first. Lead this one off for us. Big Thunder Mountain is way better than Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh, that's oh, not even unpopular. Come on. Yeah, I don't think that's unpopular. That's not Seven Dwarfs is the kid version. Yeah. The, the wait times say differently. Well, that's because the throughput's less on mine train. And it's because it's lower height re- height requirements, I believe. No, it's Maybe really also to do with the ride-through capacity because you can fit more trains on the track at tomorrow and at Thunder Mountain than you can at... Right. They have like three going at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tim? Um, so Magic Kingdom has the most rides, but roughly a third to a half of them suck ass. And Correct. the park would be way better served by removing them and not replacing them with anything just to allow... It's the smallest park, and uh, that would allow for way more room for interesting theming and better traffic flow. We have all these flat rides that are just, like, off the shelf. Like, I get it. Keep Dumbo. It's iconic. Yeah. Get rid of the stupid carpets. Get rid of the, the Astro Orb. Or- or- there's just a lot of crap. That one. That one's awful. Yeah. Astro Orbiter. Classic. 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 Classic nostalgia. It's time to let it go. Get rid of the stupid. I I get what Drew said earlier. He kind of spoke like, get rid of the stupid speedway. We cut in half. And now we cut in half again for Tron. It is a shadow of its former self. And I get that in 1950, Walt thought it was a transformative experience for a kid to drive a car on their own. (laughs) But but no, now it's just. can't even drive it. Yeah. Now it's just like. You have to be four feet tall. And, and, and for a company that's so very green and conservation, that's going to be the worst ride on the planet. More for pollution that. than all the highways in America combined at this uh, point. I'm going to go off and say um, the Beauty and the Beast area is probably my favorite themed area in all of Walt Disney World. I think it's fantastic. I love hanging out over there. It's unpopular, uh, but it's certainly not something that a lot of people say. It's uh, Yeah, I think it's just fantastic. It's a great place to hang out over there on the bridge, and you got the Storybrooke and then and then Gastondra over there while you know the kids and the family are you know, you're doing the, the rider swap for Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Bob? I liked the uh, 25th anniversary cake design on the castle. I, I loved it. Me too. I liked yeah, it. It's, I think I think that's becoming one of those things like where '90s kids think that it's great now, and they're gonna start doing merch based on it soon. Yeah, oh, great. We'll get castle pink stuff now, Tim. You're right. Yep. They'll get a spirit jersey, and I'll lose my mind again. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be all decorated the... with like candy and stuff. It'll be terrible. Yeah. To your point with the castle, I think another unpopular opinion is that they are un- they are underdoing the 50th anniversary. Like, it's not... Like, I just feel like it's just not enough for what they're uh, doing for the castle. They're giving you 18 months of it. 
I just yeah, but it's just some bows. It's just I some agree with that. plastic Subtle. bows. They just painted it, guys. What do you want them to do? They just they just spent fourteen years redoing this castle. The the the, the foreground. I agree, well, Jordana. I, mean, I don't. I think I don't, are, think I don't know what not. you guys yeah. expected. I want a pink cake. Big. Uh, I'm in for the pink cake. Maybe I a want blue Stitch cake. to throw toilet paper on it and write Stitch yeah. was W U Z. I want something. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, that to you, Tim. I think it is, or me. I don't know. It's you. Um, never been on the carousel, and don't plan on it. That's a good carousel. If you like carousel, it's a good carousel. No, nope. that is one of my favorites. You do it like at the rides or just carousels. I'm just trying to figure out what you're favoriting here. I just think it's a lot of fun. I don't know. The carousel in general, or this one in particular? This one in particular. It's really nicely done. So you're not a fan oh, of carousels outside of Disney? No, the one at Roger Williams Park Zoo scares me. Um, the one at Warwick Mall is worse. Okay. <laughs> like, so, okay. <laughs> I forgot there's the one in Warwick Mall. <laughs> I mean, I want to go on it right now during COVID. It is open. I can confirm. Yeah. That, no, I will tell you, though. My it's kids like right spent nights right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's strange. Tim? All right, they they allow booze in the sit downs in Magic Kingdom, but not in the quick services. And there's no bar. It's just you've broken the rule. It's not a dry park anymore. Again, Walt's been dead for a million years. Quit God, pussyfooting God. around it. Like all the other parks make a ton of money. People love all the creative drinks and, you know, limited food they do around or limited alcohol. They do with the limited food. Just just stop pretending like it's a dry park when you serve alcohol at all the sit-down restaurants there. I am all in for that one. I mean, I'm this in. is the second or third time we've referenced that Walt's been dead, folks. Let's get over it. I mean, why can't I go to Gaston, Gaston's Tavern and not get a beer? No, you have to get frozen apple juice slush that's gross, it's that's gross. made to look like a beer. It's gross. It's I don't think that's an unpopular Lafuse. opinion, that LaFue's brew sucks. I've uh, never heard Drew likes it. Drew likes it. Do you? It's, I mean, oh. it's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, go out of my way. It's one of the mug. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, true. You're a sucker but, for a good mug. The cinnamon rolls are way better. That. Top 10. Tomorrow, tomorrow Lynn needs to be ripped down to the studs. That goes back to it, Tim's point including, earlier. Including, including yeah. Space Mountain, including Carousel of Progress. It needs to be ripped down to the studs. That's, that's a popular opinion. Let me and, ask you this. Bob. And replaced with Marvel. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. Nope. <laughs> you I thought we were talking about ripped down to the studs and redone. Nope. Yeah, you no. Bob, I agree. So you're saying just knock down Space Mountain. The dream is dead. I, I literally I want to kick you people off of your own show. I love no, Space absolutely. Mountain. But what, I what about talk. Tomorrowland? It says tomorrow, Tim. If you want to argue that. Uh, that the Speedway isn't uh, relevant anymore and the Disney Hollywood Studios name, like Drew said, isn't relevant. What about Tomorrowland says tomorrow? The Carousel of Progress has technology from 25 years ago. Space Mountain's a 60-year-old roller coaster concept. Speedway. Uh, the, the, yeah. the Speedway is is rack and pinion steering gas-powered Monsters cars. Monster's Lap Floor is No, is, no, I'm is saying, I'm saying rip it to the studs and yeah. then decide to make it some impossible vision of the future that won't so why is it okay for magic kingdom to do that but it's not okay for epcot to do it that's what i said we should do that for epcot that was my point with epcot 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 was that though you just lock in the original idea of epcot and and stop trying to chase with epcot so you're blaming michael eisner for this because initially the concept was very buck rogersy and it was very timeless and then he brought it 
into now with Alien Encounter, which should be back. It's not. Should be For back. For sure. I mean, a better example is look at Disneyland's Tomorrowland, which is in worse shape and more of a disaster than ours in the Hashtag theming. Rocket Rod's and, life. And they're just like caught in between. And we kept hearing, oh, Joe Rody's going to do it. Joe Rody's going to do it. Well, Joe Rody retired and now he's Virgin Galactic's creative director. So who's going to do it? We don't Tomorrowland. know. But I sure as hell don't want Tomorrowland as presented by Tony Stark. Sorry. What if it was, what if it was Tomorrowland sponsored by Tesla? I don't want to get into my Elon Musk opinions on the podcast, oh, okay. but I would maybe they could buy Terminator rights. <laughs> they almost did. They almost did. They almost Anyways, did. my last one here is, guys, uh, I don't get the obsession for Jungle Cruise. I just don't get it. I don't see it. I don't think it's anything too special. I mean, I'm great. They're making a rock film, but um, it goes back to that outdated nostalgia. I don't want to take anything away from it. It was great. Time to move on. It's definitely a nostalgia thing. But it's still like a must-do for me every time. You take out the stipper. I mean, the stipper is the whole point of the ride, right? I mean, that's right. if right. not, if you get a stipper having a bad day, you waited an hour for nothing. Fair. Have you ever seen how much uh, real estate, again, because Magic Kingdom is a small park, go on Google Maps and uh, take a look at how much real estate Jungle Cruise actually takes up. You will be shocked. That and the treehouse over there. You take no, those, both of those down. You, I mean, you, you could build Galaxy's a, Edge. A third, yeah. more more than a Galaxy's Edge. That's a third of Magic Kingdom. Yep. Crazy. All right. Anybody have any other Magic Kingdom things? I do. Oh, of course uh, you do. <laughs> I do. He wants to. And, and, and I, I'm oh. going to say this, and then I'm going to leave the call. Well, no, don't leave the call yet. Because what I'm about to say to you is going to upset all three of you. This is okay. the one. Well, what you upset me is Peter Pan, but I already know this, you hate it. This is This is the one. The Haunted Mansion is the singular most overrated attraction on Disney property. I agree with and, you. And it's not even close. I agree, actually. I'm a it's massive not fan even close. I... Overrated, yes. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. I agree. No, it is the singular most overrated. I, I just the, the, the people there are almost as bad as the Spirit Jersey Militia. With they they gotta have That's this, they gotta have that. They I, I just I, I love the attraction. It's it's very near and dear to my heart. The singular most overrated attraction on Disney property. Now that's one attraction. Will never. If I had to say you have a one million dollar bet, you only can pick one attraction, never leaving. That would be my vote. I mean, I. I mean, yeah. in what form? Like, do we ever get a, a Phantom Manor overlay or anything like that, or just how it is? It's never going to change. I just don't think it's ever changing as That's the haunted mansion. I just think That's it's a, never knocking no, it, it down. You're right. I mean, it's, never, it's an opening day attraction. It's, it's, it, never it's just also, it's so unique from the other. You have to just knock it down. And it's not a shit ton of land. I mean, I know it goes back quite a bit, but I mean, it's not a dark ride, right? I mean, what would no, you, I mean, I would honestly take the entirety of Liberty Square. Much I love Liberty Square. It's between the Hall of Presidents, that and the riverboat and, the and river Tom boat Sawyer and Island. Tom Sawyer's I, Island. Assume, I mean, That's you can a lot of you, land. Yeah. You put Marvel there too. So much stuff. I'm in all in on the Marvel IPs coming to the parks. Maybe made that Doctor Strange ride. Yeah. Anyways, anybody uh, else? Magic Kingdom. That was. Right, I was what, hopeful. I waited all night for that. Yeah. And you guys like? Yeah. No, it's not a bad point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to open it up to other category where if there's anything else we didn't cover, I'll lead it off, and I'm gonna say, Disney Springs is no longer a must visit for me. It's no longer I must go to Disney Springs when I go. When it was downtown Disney and there was Disney Quest 
Um, and there was, I feel like there was better shops. There was, there was just more to do. There was Pleasure Island to walk more through. Unique. It was, it was very more unique. Yeah. Now it's just, it's, it's a factory the shopping out, mall. Really nice restaurants. Yeah. yeah. The only, the only reason I disagree with you is that I usually go there to try a new restaurant that I haven't tried before. Um, so that's the only thing. Well, my that, point is that that's not a must. I, I don't disagree that they have good restaurants, but you can find good restaurants all over the world. I can right. never find Disney Quest anywhere else in the world. I can, you know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. The, the Disney shops in the marketplace, marketplace is almost a ghost town. And yeah. even the Disney shops, the world of Disney and all those things, you could get them pretty much in any park or even at like your hotel resort now. Or shop right. Disney to Bub's point earlier. Okay. So... I, it's coming. It's 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 becoming. I don't need to dedicate a whole day to Disney Springs or Downtown Disney. Like no, I used to. not a whole day. A couple hours if that. If that. Tim, um, Disney. This is kind of overall parks Disney experience. Disney keeps raising the prices, and everybody complains about it. And I guess this is some of this is kind of like my privilege showing, but they're they're not just doing that arbitrarily. They're doing that because that's what the market bears. And if 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 that's what it costs to keep the 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 level of what you expect from Disney and things to keep improving them keep building new stuff then then so be it you know it, it that's just the cost of doing business it's the cost of it's it's supposed to be a certain thing and you got you have to pay for that all right anybody have any other unpopular opinions I want to bring up I know it's unpopular but. I would close Saratoga Springs right now and reopen it as a Disney Institute once again. Oh, yeah. it's unpopular, but I, that's what I would do with it. I would make it very interactive to give people an opportunity to do that type of thing again, where they were doing like the classes. I mean, it's a different type of Disney trip. You wouldn't go to the parks, I don't think. You'd go as a, as a different, as like a retreat center. Could you that's mark that down do. for an episode, Disney Institute? Yeah, I mean, I think we've already, I think we've talked about it a couple of times in terms of trying to do it, and I just don't know that we've ever come to the agreement on how we would do it. So. it That's fair. It's a kind of astounding in a world of master classes yeah. and gurus yeah. and all the sort of stuff that people are extremely into right now and experiences over things as a defining feature of. 25 to 40 year olds right now that Disney is not moving in that direction. That attracts a whole group of people who would never go on a Disney vacation where if you could get some of the people that only Disney could get to teach classes in a setting like that, you would have a whole new clientele who is going to spend buku money to mm -hmm. go on classes like that. Right. Maybe it's not unpopular, but that's what they should do. Yeah. Bring it um, all right. Open it up. Before I close out, guys, any anything else here? Um, all right. Well, Tim, Jordana, Bob, I want to thank you guys for staying up late on this lovely Monday night, day after daylight, daylight savings time. Uh, that is going to wrap up episode 104, Unpopular Disney Opinions. And as always, check out our show notes for all of our links to uh, all of our social media pages, Patreon, and all that other good stuff, merchandise. Uh, and thanks for listening, as always, to the Disney Guys Uncensored. After careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park. <laughs>